Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I'm Murray, and this week I am an officer of RuPaul. Oh. Oh, yes. (laughs) Rio unleashes pure, audacious, uncensored laughs. Uh, the kid and I went to see uh, Bianca Del Rio, a wonderful drag performer at the Center in the Square on Saturday. Nice. Um, yeah, I started her on Survivor, and she started me on RuPaul's Drag Race. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an even uh, trade. But it was it was hilarious. Like, we, we had planned to see something uh, right around 2020, and that kind of just didn't work out. No, for for so many reasons, <laughs> for so many many reasons, it just I can, I can scarcely out. think of a one. I know, I know. I it's can think all, of twenty, but not one. All lost to our <laughs> memories, but uh, yeah, this this came up, and she loves Bianca Del Rio, and I find her him the queen. I find the queen quite funny too. So uh, it was hilarious, very a very a very funny. Um, yeah, highly recommended. If Bianca Del Rio comes to your town, and you don't mind some filth, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's the queen for you. It was, Dara, yeah, it was I a good a, show. I do a podcast with Darren every week. I think uh, Darren can totally fill you in on everything you ever wanted to know about Bianca Del Rio. I, I am sure. Certain. I am certain. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, that <laughs> is awesome. Nice. Yeah, it was good. It was a good show. Was the unsanitized tour? Yes, that's exactly what it was. Oh, I should have worked unsanitized into my uh, thing. Yes. <laughs> Bianca Del Rio unsanitized. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's me. All right, folks. Well, I'm Paul French, and I'm glad to be here this week because last week I was all set to record. I had everything set up, and then literally I sit down and I'm about to click join call, and my kid texts me, "I need you to pick me up." Um, so, <laughs> so off I went, and um, totally, yeah. Why did you leave the house? It's like, where did you go? Yeah, exactly. What? When did this happen? Um, so, uh, you know, and it's a shame because I had a very timely, um, acronym and, uh, and so as a result, I am a, um, uh, the chief toasting officer, that's the CTO of, uh, bagel with cream cheese, uh, burnt a good example last week. Isn't too happy. Couldn't really explain again. Maybe could have explained everything sometime. Eh. Uh, because you know, once you've uh, once once you've missed the window, um, uh, and uh, and the timing's no longer there, well, it's no good anymore. Right, so uh, so that's okay. That's okay because I got to do one with what a whole bunch of letters this time, um, totally. and some of it even checks out. And <laughs> <laughs> nobody's checking. <laughs> Too many letters. Exactly. Everyone, everyone cuts out at the end of bagel, so we're we're good. Yeah. Um, um, yes, everyone kind of slices out a bagel, uh, and uh, exactly, and they're just like, uh, I don't need all, the whole a- uh, acronym. Maybe just a schmear. 
Um, so it's all it's all good. I, I, and I got to say, Jan and I have been watching so much Maisel um, um, th- this last couple of weeks that the uh, the little uh, Yiddish bon mots, uh they, they it's it's they the just same roll as, off the tongue. Oh, my God. So much, so much. And uh, and, and it, you know, it's like I can remember back in the day, you know, binging uh, um, uh, Sopranos episodes and uh, and uh, and, you know, and everything was uh, was uh, it's the guts um and uh you know a little gabagoo um and, and so it would be all that and and watching that much Maisel, um oh, yeah. especially when you get into uh season th- you know it, when it was season three so you had a lot of uh you know a lot more uh a lot more abe and uh <laughs> yes and uh so yeah yeah they uh so yeah just a schmear um good good yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> we're we're almost uh, we're about to uh, start uh, uh, season four, so right on. Uh, oh wow, it's exciting. It's <laughs> exciting. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like I, I was thinking, oh my god, it's gonna be forever till I get to see season four, but h- here we are. So it's a breezy, breezy binge. It's it really easy. is. Yeah, it is. And shortly, you will have a whole different take on the mafia. That's all I'm saying. Nice. Yes. Well, that's true. That's true. Yes. Yep. Yep. That is all I will say. (laughs) All righty. So that's us. All right. And I'm Al. And this week I am an agent of Batman. Been at the movies again now. And yes, I did take more than 10 seconds. I think my acronym, but not more than 20. But yep, I went to the drive-in last night. I got to see, which is makes me happy because I heard a couple of people talking about apparently some movie theaters were charging more for Batman than other movies. <laughs> You're kidding? So, no, that's right. I heard I heard some people talking about that. Like the AMC movies apparently are charging more. But I wow. went to the drive-in, so six bucks, two movies still. Oh my gosh! So I saw Uncharted. Oh, nice. Which, it's fun actually. It's the one with uh, Mark Wahlberg and. Uh, the guy who plays Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Tom Kirk, Holland and Marky Mark. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Tom Holland. That was fun. I mean, I don't know if I would want to spend like fifteen bucks to see it, but you know, for three, basically, yeah, it was great. And then I got to see the new Batman movie, and I have to say, it actually was really, really good. Nice. Good. There were actually Love for it. a few times where I actually had to remind myself who was wearing the mask. <laughs> it wasn't always very obvious that it was this person in there. No, maybe it's because I also haven't seen as many movies of him as I had with the other actors who played him. But That's still. Fair. That's fair. But still, you know, I thought he, I thought he, it was really good. I enjoyed awesome. it. Awesome. Awesome. I've so, heard good things. I've heard yeah. good things. That is a long day at the uh, long night at the movies, though. Woof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two movies. Because I One... think uh, I, I think, you know, Batman's like two movies worth right there. That's um, like three hours. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, first one started just about eight o'clock. Ended almost 10, like a 10 minute. Oh, mission, my God. And then, then Batman started and, and I drove out just about one o'clock. Yeah, I, I would not fare well. I would not fare well. Um, I had a large iced coffee. Besides <laughs> the stuff I bought to? there, I brought yeah. a large iced coffee with me. Nice. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's fantastic. Ah, the drive in. Ah. Oh, boy. Oh, my boy. preferred way to go to the movies now. Yeah, we, we've got one in, in town here that we love. And, uh, I look forward to the season beginning. <laughs> soon, soon, man. Yeah, yes, it will be. Mm-hmm. Indeed. All righty. 
Uh, righty. Um, who did last one? Was that me or you? Was it me? It was you. It was me. Okay, cool. Yep. Yep. That's not me. That's all. Nope. That's, that's all I need to worry about. <laughs> not it, he says. We're, all right. <laughs> we're starting a whole new era. A whole new Legion era for what it is worth. We've said goodbye to Barry Kitson. We've said goodbye to Mark Wade. Yes. And now we are saying hello to Tom Pyre. Nice. Yeah, he's coming on an end. I don't know if this is this has got to be early in his career. I don't know if he has done much writing before this. He was like editing, right? I think he was an editor before. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I like, as as many of the good of the great ones are. I mean, you look at uh, Wade yeah. and yeah, 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 yeah. So we got Tom Pyre joining us here. This is a a nice little uh, almost a one and done. There's a few little subplots that he picks up on that have already been uh, put in place, but um, but yeah, it's mostly a one and done. We've got a cover by. Still by Kitson. Kitson's still doing the covers. Uh, it, uh, it looks it looks like he had done a bit of uh, Team Titans. Not much more before this. Really? Yeah. Like team or teen? Team. Uh, ma. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, um, which? Wait, because huh. where are we now? Oh, maybe no. That maybe that hasn't happened yet. No, no, they get wiped out in zero hour. Oh, they get wiped out and oh right, right, right. And they okay. have like twenty four issues or twenty three issues. So they're near they're like on issue what, thirteen, fourteen right now? Okay, and he did eleven and twelve. Huh. So so there you go. Um so. but uh he was an editor at DC Comics and Vertigo from yeah. eighty seven to ninety three. He was an assistant editor on some book called Sandman. Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. He's got cred. And he is a name that we will see. Um, yeah, you guys are going to be talking about him a lot. Exactly, <laughs> yes. exactly. And, uh, and that's even before his awesome run on Our Man. Yeah, that's still to come for sure, for sure. All righty. So we got Tom Pyre. He's joining us. And we got a cover by Kitson. And we've got a big green... Goopy monster with eye stalks and mouths all over the place and a mouth on its butt, I think. Like you do. I mean, it, it looks kind of like the big, like the drawn monsters in like the Money Python. Yeah. Right away from the cartoon monster. Yes, 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 yes. Anyway, this monster is trying to crash a party and uh, the. Uh, the bouncer is saying, I'm sorry, sir, but your name just isn't on the guest list. Well, uh, <laughs> the rest of the Legion are uh, partying and dancing like crazy in the background. All right. So we get in and we've got this little planet and a whole bunch of Legion cruisers from different planets are uh, zooming in towards this planet. And we get a a Legion transcript form. So it says, Dear Insert Planetary Administrator, we would like to get to know you better. So it's like a form letter here. Yeah. All of us at Legion have come to admire Insert Planet's name, natural beauty, and your people's celebrated Insert attributes. 
Please be our guest on the resort planet Rygon as Vril Docs and members of our core team toast new friendships in a festive atmosphere and discuss how Legion might meet, insert planets, security needs. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, in the main cruiser, um, Docs is complaining. Rygon, please, phase. You didn't tell me you were throwing this party on Rygon. It's marketing suicide. That place is a political powder keg. And, uh, uh, oh my gosh, what is her name? Vril Dox's not wife. <laughs> not stealth. stealth. Stealth, it is stealth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Brain freeze. Anyway, <laughs> stealth can't resist like sticking it to Dox. She's like, take a good look, honey. She's talking to her baby who's kind of floating in like a little floating papoose. And repeat after me, I won't turn out like daddy. I won't turn out like daddy. And little baby, baby, baby. Did they, have they given him a name yet? No. Okay. Little baby green, green jeans there is like, ah, da, 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 da. Now, we know that last issue, the baby started talking to Docs, but... That's not apparent at this particular moment as the baby goo-goos and gagas all over the place. That's my good baby, says Stealth, and Tox is just glaring. And then he says, I just wish I could get my hands on Beck for him to organize this catastrophe and then disappear. And FaZe just kind of says, look, it's a little late to disapprove. See those ships out there? Guess where they're headed. Besides, the sales brochures you produced stated that we ended the troubles on Rygon. Well, we have. Almost. (laughs) And Stealth is like, oh, typical. Lie to the clients, lie to us, and then expect everyone to read your mind. Stealth, the point is I wasn't consulted. I should. I should have opposed this idiotic junket from the beginning. And then they get like a little beepity beep. And an incoming call from one of the member planets or potential member planets. Be nice, both of you, says FaZe. Incoming transmission. I'm putting them on visual. Oh. And Stealth says, the size of him. And Docs is like, who? Legionnaires, I am Ka Uso of Motus. And this is our champion, Gigantus. Do not let his stature and his harsh bearing concern you. Gigantus reserves his rancor for the unjust. And Gigantus is towering above uh, little Musso going. We gratefully received your invitation and its kind mention of our people's celebrated generosity. We will reach Rygon shortly and we would be honored to greet you at the landing facility. Like you, we are open to new friends and interested in doing business. And Dox's eyes perk up. Oh, oh, business. <laughs> so then we find out where, uh, or we just check in on Beck, who is, who has crashed uh, Comet's uh, weekend getaway. <laughs> His little uh, love fest vacation. Yes. So they're on the planet Ithka. And... Uh, Comet and Docs are doing He-Man things, and uh, Mary Jane is nowhere to be found at the moment. Mm-hmm. Thanks for letting me hang out with you, Comet. Grok, I sound pathetic, don't I? Don't worry about it. You plan a romantic holiday with Mary Jane, and I lose my head and stow away. I'm embarrassed. 
But I just couldn't stand the thought of you two. You know, why aren't you furious with me? And Comet picks up a spear and splashes it in the water and instantly catches a fish with like a big grunt. I said, don't worry about it, Garen. I was looking forward to spending some time alone with Mary Jane, but we're all here now. Let's just try to adapt and have a good time. Well, that's nice of you, but I still feel back. Everything's just fine. (laughs) And we can see Mary Jane off uh, staring at the two of them. One lone tear kind of trickling out of her eye there. Because things are not turning out how she wanted. She's got like a little daisy in her hand. And it's almost like she's plucking off the (laughs) petals. Do you love me? He loves me not. He loves me not. more flowers. That's right. Beck is just going on. Comet, how is it you can catch a fish every time you stick your spear in the water? (laughs) Well, my hand-eye coordination is nearly perfect, as are my rapid calculations of the fish's speed and probable path. But the real trick, the real trick is not really caring if you get it or not. And we see Mary Jane is just mowing down on ice cream in the shadows. Uh, clearly not happy with what's going on here. Yeah. She is. Taking this to mean her she's the fish. <laughs> yes. Could. Yeah, that's true. Right. And it's neat here that Pyre kind of picks up on. Um, like she's going to eat. She's she's looking for comfort and she's picked out the ice cream and. And it just kind of harkens back to when we first met her as a a more full-figured yes, <laughs> yes. individual. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. It's a subtle way of, like, nodding back to where she was. Mm, uh, I think about that, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go check in on Legion headquarters, and Strata is in charge. Strata has got her feet up on the desk, hands behind her head, and uh, Xena is, like, Docs and Faze left you in charge, Strata? You must be so proud. Well, Xena, let's just say they carefully considered my qualifications. And Lobo pokes his head in. Like your no-stick butt. So where's Docs? I'm up for some pointless bickering. Uh, he, he's at the at the the par the parlor, the parking garage, the parsnip, the party, perhaps? Yes, the put, and then strata covers her mouth the particle physics symposium on another planet somewhere out in space boring you'd hate it and uh lobo just takes his hook and kind of taps stealth on the head a little bit and we get like little tink 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 sounds (laughs) you wouldn't be hiding anything from me would you shiny or should i open you up and see and then he walks uh, I was going to say walks out. He kind of, well, the door. There's no there's no longer a door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he walks out the open space where the door used to be. Darn it, Xena. If Lobo finds out about this party, we're dead. We? we, we? <laughs> so we go back and we check in on the party. And uh, Docs is telling people, or is it your guests? No, so someone is talking to Docs. Your guests will then enter our lovely banquet facility and submit to your very own security scans installed by Rygon's finest legionnaires. 
Once festivities commence, the hall will soar aloft like a gentle breeze and waft lazily over the breathtaking lava rapids, ascetic and secure. And Docs is saying, this is inadequate. General Zack is the most brazen insurgent alive. A legion gathering will present a powerful temptation. And uh, the organizer of the party says, I respectfully disagree. We are as safe as... And then he gets interrupted because some of the guests have arrived. Brill Docs. Reporting for frolic, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got two... Uh, what the hell? Two interesting individuals. <laughs> I would love to see what how Pyre described them in his script. Yes, to be honest. exactly. He looks like somebody, some kid who found his father's costume from like his Prussian, you know, from like the Franco-Prussian War or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, with his belly hanging out and doesn't fit him. It just doesn't quite fit. Yeah. Docs is like, oh, uh, how do you do? Well, we're famished, actually. Long flight from Carnox. I am Sub-Administrator DeLap. This is our champion, the Renderer. Oh, dear. He looks like Leatherface wearing a picnic blanket instead of a human face. (laughs) Yes. So true. These big, bulgy eyes and these, like, snarly teeth. Vril. Docs. That's all he's. That's all he's gonna say. He's not a. He's not a talker. This guy. No. No. And he has an apron on that looks like it is bloody or green. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. You know. <laughs> and then more people arrive. Excuse me, but if introductions are being made, I present the Shiver, champion of Glacius. I am King Kingsley Quingsley, his proud assistant. Forgive me, but the Shiver looks dead. Yes, alas. His brave deeds earned him the rank of champion for eternity. Naturally, his recent duties are largely ceremonial. (laughs) So Shiver is being, like, paraded around in this big glass casket kind of (laughs) backpacked on top of the the, uh, assistants back there. And then we finally get to meet Gigantus in person. He starts walking up. Musso, I don't have to buck up to these idiots, do I? And his his handler says, well, it would help. And we meet uh, Gigantus, who is roughly the size of your waist. <laughs> if, like on a good day, if he's on yeah. his toes, he's going to reach your waist. And his little teeny tiny handler says, hello again, we. And Stealth just cannot help herself. She's like, Gigantus, you're Gigantus. And she bursts out laughing. And Docs kind of goes down on one knee and says, Clarification, on Stealth's homeworld, laughter is actually the highest form of respect, as he kind of jabs her in the the ribs to be like, shut up. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and Gigantus just has this giant, to him, giant stick, and (laughs) quickly pokes her in the eye. Yeah, well, on my homeworld, a poke in the eye is the highest form of respect. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's great <laughs> and stealth is like poking the eye with a sharp stick can't go that's wrong that's right cannot go wrong i suppose some sort of diplomatic nonsense will prevent me from stomping him do what you like after they sign the contract and then mm-hmm. someone else comes up commander docs it is i oh no oh no and it's the guy they were worried about 
and he says, you look well. Ah Tiang, what are you doing here? I'm relieved you haven't lost your charm. Have you met my bodyguard? And the bodyguard is like a tall blue creature, one of the residents of, of uh, the planet they're on. And the word balloon has got like three or four little um, word balloon pointers coming out of it yeah. to indicate that this, this creature is um, more than one thing. It says, we are the people, the greatest champions of Rigon, joined into a... And Docs just interrupts. Tiang, this is inexcusable. What if General Zack mounts another attempt on your life? You endanger everyone with your presence. I won't have it. And uh, Tiang just says, or the champion says, we, the greatest champions of Rigon, joined into a single powerful will, are well capable of defending President Tiang. You must place your faith in the people. And at that point, Lobo is continuing to search through Legion headquarters, and he uh, has just dismantled or dealt with some rando, <laughs> rando officers. The nerve of that fragging docks. Not only does he keep the main man in the dark, he doesn't even trust his trusty rank and file. He uh, is about to get into his room. Well, I'm bored. The big secret I'll keep till after I get a few hours worth of shut-eye. And he finds he finds our favorite like cleaning staff in his mm -hmm. in his room, and they're like shocked. Lobo, hey yo, Gladys, didn't we politely agree you maids never ever risk disturbing me? And Gladys says, "But we figured you were at the party." And Lobo's oh, like, no. "Party? Uh -oh. <laughs> Don't tell me Legion's finally doing something cool like getting people loaded. So that's the big secret." which means I wasn't invited, which means I get to crash it. Thanks, lady, you're a real peach. And he gives her a big Lobo kiss on the face. <laughs> the other cleaning lady just kind of faints. Love him and leave him. That's Lobo. Yeah. <laughs> so we're back at the party, and Telepath is making conversation, or trying to, uh, with Gigantus. You certainly can drink a lot for such a, uh, such a n never mind, <laughs> and he kind of burps. You know, my own height is considered by most races to be slight. I sympathize, you sympathize, you sympathize. And he grabs his eye poker again. You sympathize with the Colossus of Modus as he tonks <laughs> telepath in the forehead. Mm -hmm. uh, he's sitting on three books, too. I know. Just to meet the bar, that's right. FaZe, however, is having her own little tete-a-tete, uh, um, -tete, I guess, with the uh, the handler of the dead, the dead hero of the Shiver there. FaZe, it's nice to share a drink with one so lovely. Uh-oh. Let's stroll around the deck. You can tell me your life story. Phase is like, I uh, I wouldn't know what to say. <laughs> Excuse me. My, but you're cold. And he reaches out to kind of grab for her. Of course, on Glacius, we thrive on yow as she kind of walks right through him. Goodbye, Mr. Quingsley. And Docs and Stealth are having a little conversation. I think it's going well. I'm going to reserve my opinion until Tian yeah. walks out of here alive. And they notice that Telepath is lying on the ground. A little bit of a bloody forehead there. 
Well, I don't see any assassins. Which suggests a mind scan to the crowd would be useful. Where's telepath? Telepath! Oh, don't try to move me. This, this is the end. What happened? I think I said the wrong thing. And Gigantus is just gurgling and drinking away. Let me guess. Was the wrong thing somehow height-related? Gigantus says, whatever it was. And <laughs> Stealth says, then you'll be sobbing your apology from a brand new orifice. You, uh, excuse me, is something amiss? Says the uh, handler <laughs> who's walking along the bar there. And Doc's just kind of whispers to Stealth, psst, what? After they sign. Until then, behave like a host. Escort <laughs> them to the buffet. And she kind of stalks off. Fine, come on, let's eat. And that finally leaves uh, Doc's alone with the baby. And the baby's uh, yes. father, I find it so stimulating to observe the collision of cultures in this incoming, says Doc's, play your part. And the baby goes back to, ah, googable, gurgle, gurgle, giggle. And uh, the uh, the one protector of the uh, the people yeah, the people says what a serious expression he had. <laughs> I bet he'll grow up to be a lawman like his father if we make it through the evening. <laughs> and Lobo is just kind of getting ready to uh, hit up the party. However, Lobo party rule number one, and there's only one. You get one chance to make the right first impression. So never, never, never show up sober. So he hits the bar. He hits the bar planet first to kind of get his buzz on, you know, the way Lobo does. Like he does. Absolutely. Like he does. And then. uh, Smashed. That's right. That's right. Some of the other guests find the food. (gasps) Eat. Says the renderer. (gasps) Indeed, my champion, a plump and juicy bounty and he grabs something and starts to chew into it forgive me if i go first travel simply starves me and then it's like blah poison taint venom and uh the renderer says sick you there this is an all meat buffet correct of course not says stealth i knew it infernal vegetable eaters every planet you visit Renderer, find me a bucket. <laughs> so clearly not a vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> so, real docs, interplanetary work must be interesting. What? Uh, yes, yes, interesting. How nice. Hmm. Why don't you tell me about yourself, says docs. I understand you're some sort of group entity. Yes, we are the greatest warriors of Rygon. Combined to defend our world, of course, since Legion, there is less demand for. And then Telepath lets out a shout. Ugh, General Zack, he is here. Quiet, says Mm. uh, Docs. Do you want to start a panic as he muffles Telepath? Mm. There's lots of muffling going around. There is a lot, absolutely. (laughs) It's all about keeping everybody quiet so they don't mess stuff up. That's right, that's right. Zack, here preposterous says the uh the ruler docs what kind of security force are you running where is he telepath the signal's indistinct it's jumbled with other minds i demand you evacuate us and then out of the uh 
the uh, the big We the People dude, his chest opens up and out pops the general, like from inside. <laughs> oh, we're sorry, but no one's going anywhere except for our Tiung. Zach, goodbye, Mr. President, as he pulls out a revolver. Oh, dear. Uh-huh. People, my friend, how can you betray your loving leader? And the people, the uh, people uh, protector says, how could you betray your world? Don't Rigonians have a right to police themselves? How much did Legion bribe you to sell us out? It doesn't matter, says the general. Once word gets around that I killed you while Legion stood by helplessly, even their bribes will be worthless. The telepath, can you shut him up? I'm beaming random thoughts his way, sir. Which is a really cool way to use the telepath's powers. Like, just taking yeah, all these... Totally, yes. Like, it's so cool. Like, take all the thoughts that are kind of floating around out there in other people's heads and just transmit them into the, the head of the victim there. So yeah. that's what we get. I think I said the wrong thing. Lola led before the retiring queen. Don't look at me like that. Leave the hive? It's unthinkable. <laughs> and while he's distracted by all these random thoughts, Stealth just gives him a kick to the chest. How'd you ever get to be general with such a feeble attention span? And everyone starts to rush the people protector there. Rush him. He's powerful, but he can't fight us all. No phase. You can't fight us all. And he kind of breaks up into... Uh, all the little component parts that are that are making him up, <laughs> and the renderer is like, "Worse, worse." <laughs> <laughs> I like the renderer; he's fun. He's kind of yes. fun. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. So, to a rapid drumbeat of wet slaps, the people's constituents engulf the crowd in a deluge of meat. Their assault is perfectly synchronized. The first wave instinctively attacking the weakest targets while the second gamely storms the champion. So everyone is doing battle here. And (laughs) Gigantus finally gets a taste of his own medicine. I suppose you plan to beat me with this stick? Hey, says Gigantus. That's no stick. That's my enlightener. Give it back or I'll lose. (laughs) And he gets bonked right on the head. (laughs) Down goes Gigantus. So many of them, says Stealth. Stealth. Behind you. <laughs> Love how Faze is just kind of pointing through people left and right. Yeah. And the renderer is like, what the hell? That's my body. <laughs> That's what he would say if he was speaking. He's just he's just speaking in exclamation marks right now. Exactly. Hand. Hey, Hunk, can I get a hand over here? That's right. Uh, a hand. Hit. Hit. As he gets overwhelmed by, uh, by big blue Rigelians. Oh, this is disgusting, says Faze. Its original body is losing its shape, but it doesn't seem to be weakening. I'm no good just watching. I'd better turn solid and... Gotcha, Phantom. And while that's going on, Dox is kind of being wrestled down there. Are you satisfied, Tiang? Your recklessness is costing me everything. Costing you everything? Where's the protection I'm paying you for? How can anyone protect a self-destructive imbecile like... Docs, Tiang, behave, says the general. I guarantee whatever little dispute you're having right now is about to seem very insignificant as he holds his gun up and then crash in burst slowbo. 
Whoop it up, you boring bestiches. The main party man is here. <laughs> and, he just... and, and on the bottom of his shoes, maim and die. Oh, that's true. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see that. That's awesome. <laughs> nice awesome. Catch. At first, I thought it was going to be main man. But then oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, no, wait. That's maim. <laughs> maim. Well, he's good at it, man. He uh, just rides his motorcycle right into people. Crashing into the general. Did I take that turn a little too sharp as the ceiling collapses on him? Ah, hell. What's a little fragrant breakage when you're being all festive? And Docs gives him a thumbs up. Besides, it ain't much of a soiree here if the host ain't riled. So let's crank this fragrant party up. This is exactly the kind of thing Docs brought him in for. Yes. Totally. So we get like a montage of, of Lobo doing his thing. He slobbers over a lady. He uh, shouts at some people as he throws his hook around. Gyar, grunt, growl. Ha, ha, ha. Hiccup. And then he drinks. And then he drinks. And drinks some more. And has a giant burp. Like a giant burp. And then collapses on top of the uh what's left of the body of the people's protector there (laughs) which is really now just a big green blobby face of something (laughs) flesh yes however all the people watching are like that is some secret weapon you got there man i don't believe it but legion pulled it off i guess that crafty docs always in control (laughs) (laughs) So as people are wrapping up their party and they're heading out, thank you for a most stimulating affair. We look forward to a profitable association. As do the righteous meat feeders of Karnox. Chief Docs says uh, Gigantus's handler. I want to apologize for Gigantus's behavior and for doubting you. Clearly the situation demands restitution. That's really not necessary, says Docs. Oh, but it is. Please accept Gigantus as our gift to seal the bargain. And Doc says, this is important to you? It's that important to you? Oh, yes. May his fighting spirit serve you well. Well, then. Thank you, Ka. And Stealth is like, you didn't. You don't think we can mold him into a legionnaire? We're going to mold him into a coat rack. And the look on Telepath's face is classic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can do what you like, says Docs, after they sign. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's it. We get a little next issue box. Gigantus in trouble. Back busted. Stealth against the cops. Two shock endings. All this and more in a tale we probably didn't have to call Big Babies. What a great issue. It was good. <laughs> I just loved that. That was an amazing start. It is Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, what a what a great start uh for the new creative team, right? I mean it's uh I, I have to get used to the art a bit. I mean it is a, at times a little cartoonish. The art is something. like look, yeah. like look at Doc's face on the next to the last panel when he's like, Don't think we can mold him to Legionnaire. I mean that's a little almost like cheesy smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I'll again, be honest, I kind of like that better than the big toothy grin on the next panel. Like, it, <laughs> it, it feels a little, um, 
sort of, uh, you know, like a, like a burn Kirby mashup uh, on that on that one. But the, but yeah, the toothy, I, I, I get you. It's not consistent. And, but maybe uh, Arnie will get better. I mean, I don't know how early he is in his career, so. No idea. Um, I, 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 he's a guy that I'm not that familiar with. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's. Uh, yeah, his, like, his panel layouts and stuff work. It's just the, um, it's just what he puts in the panels are sometimes a little. Yeah, it's not horrible. Yeah, no, no, no. And not always like he's got he's got his moments. He's he's just got some. um, I don't know. According Uh, to comics.org. Yeah, it's I'm looking up his uh, creator checklist. And the first thing it has listed is 59 of Legion and then 61. Well, there you go. go. That's uh, training ground for Arnie Jorgensen. So he's. Basically, just starting. Totally. So, so he's working out the kinks. On a absolutely, monthly and and you know what? Like power to him. Um, yeah, it's, it's not bad. So yeah, it's not no, bad absolutely, start. absolutely. You know what? It's it's pretty di- dynamic. Like you know those Lobo pages. God. Yes. You know that's fantastic stuff, and um, you know, definitely, uh, it has energy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, and I mean, you know, like like you say, it's uh so this is th- these are early days. Um he would later do some uh, some JLA stuff from the looks of things. Um and then got out of comics entirely and became uh and uh, went to work in the video game industry. Yeah, I was just I just found that out myself. I was yeah. looking it up. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, it looks like he did some um, JLA, like, around when they brought um, Prometheus in, um, sort of uh, uh, 16, 17, around that era. So it was the Prometheus Unbound. Um, yeah. Run. So, okay. A few random issues of Cable. Yeah. Um, oh, he did work for Malibu. <laughs> Speaking of bringing them back. See? To firearms. Although that makes he was working with Robinson, not you know, you know who. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, he was. It says nominations, BAFTA Game Award for debut game. So good for him. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, yeah, it's it, it's clear that this is kind of new for him, but I think he he does these sort of exaggerated um, uh, action of Lobo really well. Yes. And uh, and that's you know that's a, that's a that's a tough road somehow sometimes you know and um, and so yeah I, I definitely appreciate that like I totally get what you're saying like some of the some of the stuff gets kind of wonky and I remember um, I'm I'm enjoying the the uh, artwork in these issues a lot more than I remembered doing so um, at, at at the time and. Um, and you know it's like like yeah he'll work out the he'll work out the consistency um yeah but but this is like his second work i'm pretty impressed right like that splash of lobo crashing through. (laughs) oh my god it's fantastic and uh and and you know the uh the there's a very warner brothers uh warner brothers-esque uh look to uh to that guy as the uh as the ceiling's about to crumble in on him you know yeah his very wily e. coyote moment. 
Um, and then, yeah, that uh, we even get a splorch on the uh, on the uh, the the uh, Lobo montage. Yes, <laughs> he's punching like the green gob thing. So good. So oh, good. and the face of the renderer is it's, the renderer is trapped inside there. You, I just realized he's stuck in there. Yeah, so yeah, nope. exactly. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's not bad. Bad. It's not. No, no, you're no bad. exactly, exactly. And you know, like it's hard, and we're looking at it. You know, in our, um, you know, we've seen uh, this era be created the rise and fall and then the satire and also the uh the resurgence right um so it's an interesting uh way to way to look at that and um you know in the context at the time i think it it worked a bit differently than maybe it does now um because you know people were uh were trying to uh to imi- to imitate the image elite and uh and we're struggling with it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's it it's it really it's really interesting to sort of think of like what was working well at the time and what wasn't and and how they've held up now and um you know, certainly his action's really good. If the, you know, even if the figure works a little wonky, um, and and I think there's a lot of people we remember fondly that they had their wonky moments too. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's neat. There's a lot of little details. Like it's like I say, like that the the thing on the bottom of the shoes, right? It's um, uh, lots of neat little uh, de- little detaily work. So. Uh, yeah, because you're right, because I mean, all, yeah, all, I'm looking at Mike's Amazing World, the newsstand, like everything that's on sale, this cover date. So Image has fully started. So yeah, you kind of, yeah. at least I remember having like, from people talking, the idea was like, all the good artists have left. And so especially if you're like, you're a teenager, like I was, and you're, yeah. you know, you're thinking all the good artists left, so you're expecting everything to not be good, not look great. You know, you're expecting oh, that's subpar artists. So you're thinking yeah. it's all going to be subpar, because they're all the good ones are over doing you know, either doing the image stuff or they're stuck on the big books. You know, they're on Batman and, you know, X-Men. Really? You know, yeah, that's a, it's a really good point. And and uh, and I think that, um, you know, the post. Um, you know, the post image, um, you immediately post image X-Men stuff. It's rough. Um, <laughs> yes. It is rough. And and I think you're right. Like, I think that that was the uh, that, that's a really interesting way to look at it is that there was kind of a, a mass exodus of sort of the big names. Right. Because it was all about having those big names because they could they could transfer over and pretty much do what they wanted. Um, and uh, and a lot of them did. And then a lot of them came back after. But we were very much in that phase right now if you'll pardon the expression <laughs> uh where um we have a lot of the uh you know that like there there's a lot of of new guys coming in who aren't as experienced and uh and so that's a bit of a challenge um you know like i say it's great that he has a a solid um um grasp on on the action but yeah and and phase looks pretty wonky on uh um, you know like really wonky on on uh on that page pages one through 20 
<laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, but particularly, particularly on page eleven, uh, when she does the goodbye, Mister Kingsley uh, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's it's very inconsistent. Even though the framing of the action is really good, it um, it it we still um, yeah, the fig the figures and faces are wonky, and and I think we went through that for a little while, and it's easy to forget now right like yeah yeah you know i think we're still a couple of years off sort of the uh, uh we're not that far off the uh the um sort of the uh uh manga influenced artists coming in and um and really kind of going all out on a lot of titles um x-men being one of them if i remember correctly and uh and i think i think jorgensen sticks around for a little while yeah. um like I think he might be the first few issues of uh, of Rebels. Rebels. I'm seeing him listed. Yeah, he's listed here pretty much through for most of the issues through seventy, and then zero and one of Rebels. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so he started it off. I think we I think we may have talked about this a while back. Um, yeah, it's it, it's just interesting. It's it, it was a real, um, you know, this was a really challenging time in, in comics period because. Hey, they they were never selling as well as they were at this time, right? Yeah. And yeah. well, I mean, you know, that for the dollar figures, um, you know, when you look at the the combination of of the rising prices and and volume, is it what it was in the 40s? Of course not. Um, but um, you know, it's it, it's it's pretty substantial. You know, you were getting you were getting some comics that were uh, that were selling well into seven figures and um you know, it doesn't really happen now. Um, it hasn't for, for quite some time. And, um, but you had a lot of artists sort of going back and forth and the, the image thing was big. Well, the image thing was big. You also had a lot of them, like the older ones who were like, were still really good, not working for the main ones. I mean, like within a month or two, we're going to have, I mean, like Sin City's out now. So Miller's not doing anything for you know, he's working for Dark Horse. Yes. Um, so are a lot of the other ones. Like, I think Robocopper's Terminator had kind of recently ended because I saw the trade came out about a month or so after this. So yeah, him and Simonson. So, like, you have those guys gone. The big, you know, whoever's still a name is kind of pushed to the bigger titles. And, and Burn goes so over to uh, Burn goes over to start working on on Next Men. Yeah. And right. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Malibu right. is out now. At this point, Malibu is actually still getting, you know, this is still early in because the same cover date as this one is Breakthrough Number One by George Perez. So Perez is working for Malibu. Yeah. And they also I, had like Bray Fogel working for them and a couple other decent, you know, really good artists. So, and also a lot of Bloodbath annuals, which to be fair, a lot of them really weren't, you know, there was, that was a lot of people just breaking in or not as talented. Yeah. Yes. Well, they had so much stuff they wanted to put out that they were, you know, they they were becoming less um, choosy, uh, perhaps, about who uh, who was just, doing it. You know, it's almost like they were trying to do the flooding the titles again, like flooding the market, like uh, they did in the seventies. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, wasn't um, like Bray Fogel was doing Prime, wasn't he? Yes. Oh my god, it was so good. I'd forgotten about that. That you like, yeah. For one and, thing, we have this guy Davis on Salmon Mystery Theater. You had um, oh, oh god, what's his name? 
Amon Demon. Uh, Val Cimex. Cimex. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. John McCray. John McCray. Oh. This oh. Is then it's John McCray era. Right before he goes, uh, he goes to do um, Hitman. Uh, Hitman with Ennis. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yeah, this is their run on the Demon. Because remember, this is Bloodline, so this is where Hitman shows up. Oh my God! Yeah. But I mean, you have that. But I mean, a lot of other things are still flooding the market. I mean, for one thing, all we're at the worst point of the Marvel UK. So I'm seeing, you know, it's towards the end of that. So I'm seeing Cyberspace 3000, number six. Die Cut, number two. Die Cut versus G-Force, number two. <laughs> you know, Death 3, number four. Or Death Cube, number four, from Marvel UK. So Right. Yeah, so I mean, that was, that's it. Like, a lot of, the, uh, you know, so much was changing, and it was becoming such a... Uh, um, you know, and I remember around this time, it's like all of a sudden you could get like all of the uh, the, you know, continuity comics and all of the uh, what was it? Uh, the uh, Neil Adams stuff. Right. Like all of a sudden that was stuff that had been published for years, but we never saw it here. And uh, and all of a sudden now it's showing up because people are like, we, you know, comic stores are like, we need to bring in some of these. Um, there's, there's there's actually yeah, a couple issues of Crazy Man are out right here on this cover date. Yeah. But yeah, and you also had a bunch of publishers with their own universes. Like I said, you have Valley. You know, I mean, Valley was still pretty decent because it's not too long after Unity. Malibu, right. um, Malibu had you know, I mean, had both Ultraverse and their regular Malibu books. Yeah, so, and I mean, and this was you know, it was like um, we we had um, Dark Horse really coming into its own all of a sudden, and um, yeah. It's crazy time, crazy time, and a lot of people really getting to, um, um, you know, create their own things, and so so it was hard because the ones that were really good were like, well, I'm gonna make my own stuff that I own, and oh. um, and and yeah. it took a while. It took a while for the uh, for for them to recover, you know, and um, you know, it, we we had sort of that perfect storm of a bunch of um you know, older artists um, that had either fallen out of favor or they were just, you know, of, of an age where uh, where they couldn't do the work anymore. Yeah. And speaking of what you said about Byrne, yeah, Nick, actually this date, and this speaks to another artist leaving Marvel and DC and doing his own stuff. Next Men number 21 was out this month. Oh, my God. We were a good ways in then. And, but do you know who premiered in Next Men 21? Um, was it? No, I went, no, I don't. Hellboy. Um, Hellboy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was earlier. No, 21. I see him on the cover. Really? Oh, and I know wow. he's like only one issue. I yes, thought Hellboy. that was a lot over. That, and that was when they founded the Legend imprint. Yeah. And so you had Byrne doing Next Man. You had, I, I, for some reason, I always thought that uh, Hellboy was very early in the Next Men run, but clearly not. Um and and that's a big deal, right? Like like so they founded the legend imprint, which was Magnola, um Burn, uh, Burn and Simonson. And and Allred. Um, because that was Allred was doing was doing Madman. And uh mm. so so he was all a part of that. And um Wow, that's crazy, you know? Um Like, like that was the thing. It was, it was when we were getting to a time where people could, 
Um, oh, yeah. Art Adams, too. Art Adams was the other one. Yes. Yeah, Monkey Man and O'Brien. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yes. So, uh-huh. yeah, you have Miller, Byrne, Magnola, Albert, and Art Adams. So, yeah. So, basically, at this time, even though they all didn't come, you know, not everyone's books came out as monthly as Three Fair Birds didn't come out pretty much every month. But um, yeah. oh, I think Paul Chadwick, too, because I'm seeing listed in titles from Concrete. Oh, yeah, Concrete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean. And Jeff Darrow. Yeah. So you're going to have a lot of these bigger creators who are like, at this point, they're definitely not working for Marvel DC. They're doing their own books. No, and they don't need to. And and what's interesting is when they do, they get to say, okay, I'm going to need you to back a truck up. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And 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 they and they can reasonably ask for that. And and I mean, let's be honest. When they came back to do that stuff, to paraphrase one of your former presidents, Al, they weren't bringing their best stuff. <laughs> no. You know, we were getting uh, Burns Wonder Woman, which uh, it looked nice. Yeah. Um, um, or you would get. Um, I mean, that's the big one, really, isn't it? <laughs> that and he did New Gods. Although, to be fair, I think it was a step up from the stuff that was coming beforehand. Yeah, I mean, it, it, New Gods that isn't Kirby is uh, it's a tough sell. Uh, because I think I, I and and that's not to say that the Kirby stuff is flawless. It's very flawed. But it's very uh, but Kirby. It's very Kirby, and that and and it gets a pass just on that basis. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, when they were coming, when they were dipping their their toes back in, uh, and and I shouldn't paint it all with one brush brush because uh, I mean, I hold uh, the Burn Omac Mini in uh in very high esteem um it's crazy good stuff um but yeah you know and then we would get miller doing the uh sequels to um to dark knight which were you know diminishing returns and uh and i say that as a person who doesn't necessarily believe that the first one was that great Uh, (laughs) no it's uh it's a controversial take, I know. Um, but um, it's not as good as year one. Well, in my opinion, I agree completely. Um, I, I think, I think, uh, you know, I and and I say that having read uh, year one within the last week and a half, um, because it had been a long time since I'd read it, and it was, oh yeah, this, I, oh, I really liked this, and uh, and you know, and and I mean. As a Kelly, come on, um, yeah, it, it's it's a thing of beauty, and I, and I found that that um, for me, Dark Knight was just too much of a, uh, a possible future, and oh, look how terrible it could be, um, and uh, and then everybody was everyone, you know, it's like everything, you know, everyone sort of latches on to the worst aspect of something, and uh, and that's what we get for the next thirty years. They get half yes. a point, and they go with that. Yeah, exactly. Ah, yeah, close enough. They get half the point, make that the full point. It's like, yeah, that wasn't yeah. The whole? OK, never mind. Yeah. It, you know, it's 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 like uh, having someone, you know, do, you know, reboot uh, uh, Lobo and uh, and uh, and um, and, you know, take it seriously, which Lobo never <laughs> did. Right. Like yeah. I always I, I, I was explaining Scream to uh, to my daughter uh, the other week. She really wants to uh, get into watching them. And so I was explaining the idea of Scream was that it was. um 
meant to be like a, a satire, sort of a, you know, a, a, an ironic take on slasher movies. And, you know, this whole idea that it's like all that now in this one, all of the characters have seen the slasher movies. And so they know what happens. And and it was meant to be like, a, a you know, a, a, an ironic take on that. And then by the second one, they totally forgot that that's what they were doing. And they just became, uh, you know, one of those things. And um, and the O.C., uh, the show, the O.C. was the same thing. It was kind of it started out in the in its first season where it was making fun of uh, of teen dramas like 90210. And then by the second season, it, it was just one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that in a lot of cases, you know, people will, will latch on to this one aspect and. um And forget about the the sort of depth to it. And so, you know, you get something like. To, to bring it back around to uh to to legion you know it, it, you get them this idea of this galactic uh uh space force and uh and what they're trying to do with it and uh and how they're um you know they're going to defend all of these different planets they're going to sign them up and everything and uh and people end up kind of missing the, the the point of what they were talking about was uh you know they they, they like it, it's literally grant and um and uh, and Giffen doing their riff on uh, on you know fasc- fascism and police states and uh, and this and this whole thing and um, and so you know and and so like you know Docs isn't a good guy but then later people other people you know come in and they take and they do a take on him where they're like yeah he's basically a good guy he's he's really noble and it's like eh, well not really. Uh, <laughs> The best takes on it realized that he was very flawed, and uh, and and I think other people ended up, you know, kind of forgetting that stuff. Yeah. But anyway. No, yeah. But anyway. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Go Arnie Jorgensen. Woo. Yes. No. Good. <laughs> hey, hey. Again. Awesome. De- you know. Basically, his more or less debut. Nice. Impressive. <clears throat> Looking forward to more. My my stick men will not uh, age <laughs> nearly as well. Exactly. Alrighty, all right. folks. Folks, you can let us know your thoughts on all of this stuff and your thoughts of of '90s art and how things changed and how they didn't and uh, and what they became. And uh, you can send that to us at Legion of Substitute Podcasters Gmail dot com. You can also uh, head over to the Facebook page, facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, and mention it there. Or you can head over to the website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. Murray? And with that, we will say F-A-R-E-W-E-L-L. Oof. H a s t a l u e g o. That is way. That is way too long. Yeah. A d i j o. Okay. Short, sweet, and to the point. Boom.